Hi, everyone, and welcome to today's episode of The Social Media Chef with me, Chris Tompkins. On today's show, we are going to be talking about three things that I really do love, which are, number one, how to enhance your social media postings on sites like Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Then, in the second segment, we're going to be talking about outsourcing your social media. Should you do it? I'm scared. Should I do it? Should I give everything away to somebody else? I'll tell you some reasons why you should consider something like this when you're when you're dealing with your social media marketing. And then in our cooking segment, it's back, folks. I know you're excited. We are going to be talking about my own personal recipe for spaghetti carbonara, which is delicious, easy, and so, so inexpensive that you can do it anytime that you want, even for an evening uh, with your family. After a hard day at the office, which is how I usually have to prepare it. But we'll get started after the break with me, Chris Tompkins, on The Social Media Chef. Do you work in the medical or healthcare field? No matter where you look, companies are using social media to further their business asking you to like them, follow them, or find them there. The medical field is no exception. Marketing and sales in the healthcare field can be challenging, and if you've ever wondered what it would be like to be in multiple places at the same time, we have the answer, social media. Whether your potential patient, family member, or referral source is next door or across the country, social media has no limits and can find the audience that you want. Utilizing a company that can optimize your professional pages on social media will allow you to get your name in front of your target market and develop closer relationships within your community, build trust, increase visibility, and lead clients to your website or front door. Our team will create a custom social media marketing campaign for you, paying special attention to the nuances that make medical marketing unique. Visit our website www.gohealthcaremarketing.com for more information and link to our multiple social media channels there. All right, and we are back on The Social Media Chef. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Uh, We have a lot to cover, but we have to get uh, some housekeeping out of the way first. Uh, if you've been listening to the show over the past few weeks, I'm sure that you've seen we've taken a vacation, and also that in our last few shows, we haven't been getting into the kitchen as much as I'd like. And again, I have to say thanks to all of your emails and Twitter requests, etc. That's helped us um, really address some new topics that I haven't really thought about addressing on the show. But all of your questions were online marketing centric, so that's where we went. So the cooking segment is back this week, so I'm really excited to get uh, into that in the third segment. Um, if you're first, if this is the first time you're listening to the show, I want to thank you and tell you that you can learn way, way, way more about our wonderful show on our website, which is www.servedfreshmedia.com. Serve fresh out of the oven to you, so servefreshmedia.com. If you jog over there and type that in, do it now if you're in front of a computer. If you're at, if you're on the road, don't do it. Wait until you get to your computer at home or in the office and check out the site. We have loads of new blogs, recipes, ebooks, videos. I mean, everything that you could possibly think of is on that website. So take a look at that. 
And also on the right-hand side of that page when you're there, you'll see that there's an email sign-up where you can get um, exclusive uh, emails directly from me um, every so often with exclusive recipes and tips to help you grow your grow your business online. Uh, we also have an exclusive iPhone application for the social media chef that you do need to check out. So if you go into the Apple uh, App Store on your iPhone and click in the social chef, our app will pop up. It's free for a limited time. You can download it. It gets all of our exclusive information directly onto your phone. So if you're driving to work, don't worry about going to iTunes and downloading the podcast, which you can do. Uh, but uh, you can just plug your phone into your stereo and listen as you drive. So, if you've downloaded the app already, I'd love to hear what you think about it. You can send your feedback to info at servefreshmedia.com, or hey, go one step further and tweet me directly, at the social chef on Twitter. Okay, so today I got some great, uh, great suggestions from all of you guys out there, guys and gals, I should say, um, about some topics that you'd like to see covered. Um, again, if you guys have anything out there that you want you want me to cover or questions or if I've, ta- I've covered something in a past show that you just uh, disagree with or you want to share your own opinion, let us know um, at info at com, or you can tweet any show ideas to me directly, like I said, at The Social Chef. If you'd like to be a guest and uh, so if you're an online marketing expert, we'd love to hear from you. If you are a chef or you have a restaurant or you just want to talk about food, get in touch. We'd love to talk to you as well. Um, but like I was saying, getting back to my stream of thought here, we were talking about um, social media posts and how now there's so many different metrics that you can check out to see how successful you're, you are being. So I know a lot of you out there have been doing social media posts and going, ha, this is great. I, I got into my groove. I know what I'm doing. And you have your formula, probably. Um, if you do it quite often and consistently, I'm sure you have a formula that you use. But now with all of these wonderful metrics, you are probably seeing that the posts that you thought were red hot are not. So how can you really work on getting more out of your social media accounts? Well, there's no one thing that you can do in social media that is going to get you major, major results. So I think the first thing you really have to understand is social media is going to be an investment in its marketing. So you have to have a mix of messages. So obviously you want to be sharing what everybody and their mother says about social media. Share good, interesting, quality content. Why do people say it? Because it's true. You have to do that. But you've heard this before, so this is not new, right? So I'm going to shut up and move on. What I want to tell you today is there are three things that I think are awesome, and they work all the time. Well, I don't want to say all the time, but almost all the time. If you are on brand and on message with this content, these are grand slams to get more people looking at your page, looking at your profiles, and engaging with you. The first thing I would do is add photography, photographs, pictures, images, I think I've run out of uh, words that mean mean uh, pictures, really. There. Okay. Well, anyway, <laughs> pictures is what we're looking for here, folks. So, uh, on a Facebook page, don't feel bad if you uh, d- you don't have a picture for everything, but you should really start adding pictures. 
if you look on Facebook, you'll see that lots of the picture, lots of the posts that are shared or liked or commented on include larger pictures. So if you're sharing a link, say you're using a program like TweetDeck or Hootsuite or um, something like that, or you're even just posting your link directly into your Facebook page for your business, and it's giving you that little preview. That little preview, folks, ain't cutting it. You need a picture in there. So find a, get an update that you, you're going to do, and then go and find a relevant picture that's interesting. Obviously, you can do Google searches for them. You can look on Pinterest. Um, and, you know, you can add them onto your page, and obviously it's nice to give credit where credit's due, so uh, don't forget the author of the picture or the, the um, photographer. You want to add the source material. Uh, but you, if you put those pictures on, I'm telling you, it will bring new life to your page, especially if you're only posting links or you're just posting sentences all the time. Because, number one, on Facebook, I, I would keep on going back here, but on Facebook, those posts, if you just have a, a, a sentence, they're going to get lost. But if you have a picture, it really differentiates you from the pack. And I'm talking about on the news feed there. And on Twitter, obviously, and, and LinkedIn with your updates, you know, it, the pictures aren't going to be uh, as super, super impactful, but they are important. The second thing you want to do is ask questions. Ask questions to your audience. Make them fun. Make them on topic. Make them seasonal. Make them, for example, if it's, it's summer. What comes up with summer? It's hot. Um, what's your favorite? Uh, what's your favorite uh, drink to cool down in the summer? A lemonade or iced tea? You know, something like that may seem really stupid, but it will get a lot of hits because you're talking about basically something that everyone has an answer to and a real quick one at that. So make sure that questions can add, can lead to you know some quick answers, and you'll see that work out great. Going on, the final one I have is polls. This is again, especially on Facebook, you can create polls that will really get people interested, and get people engaged. So those are my three tips to really popping a social media marketing account. So try those out and let me know how you get on. Tweet me the, your answers at The Social Chef. After the break, outsourcing. People need the basic necessities of food, shelter, and a sense of self-dignity. The Riverfund New York offers programs that are designed to help meet these needs in a safe and supportive environment and support and affirm all people regardless of age, sex, ethnicity, religion, and sexual orientation. Their are numerous volunteer programs, outreach programs, and more help really truly empower people that are near or below the lines of poverty. If you would like to make a difference today, Visit them online at riverfund-ny.org. Again, that's riverfund-ny.org. There are no throwaway people, and every dollar helps. This is a very, very important cause and something that you can make a difference in today. So go to online at riverfund-ny.org. We're back on the social media chef with me, Chris Tompkins. Thanks so much for tuning in. 
We've already talked about a few of my little helpful tips that will help you breathe a little bit of fresh life into your uh, stagnant social media marketing campaign, um, adding some pictures, adding questions as updates, and also adding polls to your outflow, your social media outflow, rather. It will really help you just pop in front of people's faces just a little bit more, and also it will change your game. So if you're not using those three elements, you're really missing a trick. You should add those in. Do I think that you should add pictures every single post and polls every single time and always ask questions? No. I think that you have to come up with the perfect marketing mix for your social media message. So I don't feel, feel like I really made that clear at the end of last segment. So now I've said it. Now let's talk about outsourcing. You guys know that social media is important already, right? And that you need to be on it. But where do you find the time? Like, this is something that a lot of people have um, asked us about. You know, how do you find the time? How do you make it happen? And, you know, also, who's going to post um, on our company's social media accounts? Is it is it the intern? Is it the marketing manager? Is it the CEO? Um, and also, is it just posting a couple times a week? How often do we have to do it? These are unanswered questions. And these these... They'll create confusion, frustration, and they could potentially just end your social media marketing campaign before it's even begun. So I think in many cases it makes sense to outsource your social media marketing campaign. Okay, why do I think so? Here's just a couple off the top of my head. The first one is consistency. Uh, you know, this is a really important factor when you're dealing with social media marketing campaigns. And if, you, um, if you're going to start conversations on social media, which is what you're gunning for, right, you need to keep them going, peeps. So if you're not, you're wasting your time. So if you outsource, you will guarantee, well, not guarantee, if you choose the right person to outsource to or firm that are specialists in this area, uh, they will continue them on your behalf. So you don't have to worry about it. And then it's not all of this time that you're going to be scheduling. So you can stay consistent. That's my point. Second one is strategy. You got to have to you have to be targeted um and brand centric when uh when you're doing social media marketing to keep people interested and to keep them coming back. So you need a really good strategy to to roll out the campaign successfully. A lot of people are short on time and short on know-how to get that off the ground. So it's usually it's a trial by fire in many cases when, when firms launch social media marketing campaigns. I mean, with my company, Go Media, I can't tell you how many people we've audited, just, you know, taken a look at their campaign and just randomly, actually, sometimes, and seeing all the mistakes that they're making or even some of the communications just being misspelled, links going nowhere, poor um, photography being used, uh, just really bad messaging. And this is something that happens all the time. Is it your fault? No. Um, if you are brand new to social media, you have to learn how it works. So, you know, you're going to make those mistakes. And if you don't have that know-how, it, it, it's going to be confusing, and you're going to have to make mistakes in order to learn. But by outsourcing, it takes all of that, all of that thought out so that you can, just, you can start off successfully, and then once you understand it, then you can take it over. The next one is monitoring. You are never going to have enough time to, so, to monitor your social media, especially if you understand how it works. So social media firms can actually, or social media specialists, whatever, um, will be able to help you monitor that and show you the growth and the meaning behind it. Again, 
something I always come back to is cost. If you're going to do social media marketing, you don't want to necessarily dump it on an overworked marketing director. I will say this again. As a previous previous VP of marketing, marketing director, marketing manager, and marketing associate, I've worked in many marketing departments, and I have to tell you that we are all overworked. So dumping social media marketing to somebody who has barely enough time to sneeze is a bad idea. Unless you're giving it to them to manage a firm or manage a junior, it, it, it doesn't work. Um, it's very, very tricky for the time. Unless we have a star marketing person who can handle it all. But still, it's, it's going to add stress. Also, if you have to hire somebody, you know, it's going to create a lot of cost. Just think about it. If you're just hiring in the U.S., right, an admin assistant, if you're thinking two hours a day, a week, it's going to cost you like $2,400 a month. With If you get it, plus you're going to have to have the overhead, the computers, the, 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 um, all of the office uh, supplies. They might be covered for medical and dental and insurance, and there's lots of costs that are associated. Whereas if you outsource this, you don't have to take a gamble on that person to handle it, um, and you will have much less costs you'll have a very, very less expensive all-around package and also one that is going to roll out more effectively. Um, and the, I think my favorite reason to outsource is to keep your resources free to do what they do best. So, for example, if you have a marketing work, a director that's overworked, or, for example, the marketing director has an assistant, well, maybe that assistant handles all of the trade shows. So, hey, well, it makes sense. You know, you should be doing the social media as well. Well, if they're working 12 to 13 hour days already and then they're going to be doing social media marketing and, for example, say you're a very visual uh, and you're in a visual industry, you're going to have not just Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. You might have YouTube. You might have Pinterest. You might have a lot of other of the visual, more visual social media sites um, piled on top. And that's a lot of work, folks. I'm not going to lie to you. It's a lot of work. So you're going to be pretty much slamming that one person. So... If you outsource it, that person could possibly oversee that work that the other firm is doing, so it frees up their time and resources to do what they are successful at doing already, and outsourced uh, the firm that you outsource to can get those successes for that uh, for your company. And then once the person understands it and their time frees up, they can take it back in-house. The number one tip I have when you're choosing to outsource is if the firm is going to actually educate you along the way. If the firm is going to do everything and say, hey, leave everything to us, we don't want to talk to you, we don't want to do anything, just give us, give us your logins and leave it to us, I would be worried because you're not going to learn anything. And they can give you reports and this, that, and the other. And obviously, it's what you want. Maybe you don't want any information. But as an informed purchaser and someone who deals with a lot of partnerships and all these people that you're dealing with and vendors, you really want to know what you're getting. So I would open my eyes, pick a vendor that's honest, that's going to educate you, answer your questions, and not um, just ignore you and treat you like a fool. This is your reputation. This is your job. This is your company. So you need someone who's going to actually hug your company as much as you do. All right. That's my soapbox. I'm getting off it for outsourcing. We're going into the chef's kitchen next. So uh, bring your knife and fork on the social media chef. So 
though you've been listening to The Social Media Chef, which I have to thank you for, um, I really enjoy doing the show. And one of the things that I like to tell everybody is, you know, it's not just about the show. It's about the community. And you can find out more about our community at our website, Social Media Chef Online. www.socialmediachefonline.com will have everything that you need to really get jump-started in terms of marketing or in the kitchen. We have various stories of Twitter marketing, Facebook marketing, LinkedIn marketing, YouTube marketing. And are you getting in the kitchen? We have recipes for every different occasion, whether it be casual or formal. Even we have some alcoholic drinks on there that you can make yourself. But visit us online, Social Media Chef Online, and get the latest in downloads from our free ebooks, videos, and a lot more. We hope to see you there at socialmediachefonline.com. And we are back on the Social Media Chef with me, Chris Tompkins. Again, if you want to connect with me, please do on Twitter, at the Social Chef, and visit our website, servefreshmedia.com, for all of the latest and greatest in social media and cooking information. We also have our iPhone app, where we have an iTunes podcast. There's lots of different things for you to check out there, so please be my guest. Come into my house and have a look around. Now, we are bringing back one of my favorite, which it's one of my favorite segments, right? But it's also the one of the ti- parts of the title of our show, The Social Media Chef. I absolutely love cooking, so it's one of my biggest passions. And, you know, it's really funny. My um, actual personal life has mirrored uh, the show uh, quite a bit lately because I have not been cooking very much. Um, I've actually taken a break from the kitchen to focus on other interests and also... Um, uh, my company and my companies and, you know, all of that good stuff. So it's really interesting that uh, all of the listeners of our show, thank you so much for sending in your replies again to info at servefreshmedia.com. I really appreciate it. I love reading from everybody, reading your tweets. Um, I it's, it's interesting that you're all asking more about online marketing because that's actually what I've been focusing on too. So, you know, it's it's worked out really nicely. But I have to push back into one of my favorite segments, which is the uh, the Chef's Kitchen. And this segment today is, one of, is definitely one that's close to my heart because this is uh, one of my absolute favorite recipes for spaghetti carbonara. I am absolutely not a pasta... Fan. I don't love, love, love live and die for pasta, which is, you know, which is terrible. And I'm sure my family, if they're listening, you guys know, you're probably rolling your eyes that this Italian is, is not uh, <laughs> is not shouting pasta is the greatest thing from every rooftop. But it's just not the number one thing that I go for. I tend to be, I like food that's a little bit less heavy, I think, um, than, than pasta tends to be. But there's one dish that if I had to go and choose one pasta dish that is the only pasta dish that I could ever have again in my life. It would always be spaghetti carbonara. And the reason I loved it is growing up, it was something that we would have as a treat. And I always just I looked so forward to it because it didn't have a really heavy sauce. It had so much good flavor. And it was almost one of those dishes that you didn't know what the hell you were eating. Um, you didn't even know how the, 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 there was like barely no sauce, but it seemed like there was a sauce. And it was a, it was one of those uh, dishes that you put a, you put a bite in your mouth and it just 
transported you to a different place that you really weren't expecting to go to with it. So my favorite spaghetti carbonara recipe comes from the best book that you can ever buy if you like Italian cooking. Um, so this is one to write down, folks, because you got to get this. This is the Bible for Italian cooking. And I'm not even going to give you my own version of this uh, uh, spaghetti carbonara recipe. This is absolutely delicious. I'm not going to change a thing. Uh, it's from The Silver Spoon, which is the Italian uh, the Italian home chef's Bible. Every single home in Italy probably has a copy of this. It is one of the oldest Italian cookbooks around. You can get it on Amazon. You can go and find it at your local Barnes & Noble. Uh, it's it, it's a wonderful book. It's huge, and it's a little pricey, but I'm telling you, it has everything from appetizers to sauces to breads to homemade pastas to ravioli. It has everything. So it's your one-stop shop for um, a home chef when you want to try something Italian. The best part about it is every recipe is easy, and it's really simple fresh ingredients. So I and which I'm a big fan of. I don't like eating anything that's been pre-prepared and frozen. I like fresh. So this in essence is what goes into your recipe. Um you need about 2 tablespoons of butter, uh a half a cup of pancetta diced. If you don't want to do pancetta, you can al- you can always do a streaky bacon or a bacon. A half a cup of that. Um one garlic clove. I usually We'll add another one in there. Um, then 12 ounces of spaghetti, two eggs that are at room temperature. You can beat them. Uh, a half a cup of Parmesan cheese that's freshly grated, and a half a cup of pecorino cheese, pecorino cheese uh, freshly grated as well, and salt and pepper. With the cheese, if you want to do, instead of doing um, pecorino, you can also use um, Romano if you like. And if you just want to get the... Um, just the Parmesan shakers and the Romano shakers, you can do that as well. It's whatever your taste is. The freshly grated, obviously, is better. Um, That's why it's a little bit more expensive in your deli. So, and then salt and pepper to taste. This is so simple, it's going to make your head spin. You get the butter, you melt it, you add the pancetta, the garlic, and then you cook until the garlic turns brown. Um, Once the garlic turns brown, you want to take the garlic out. I... What I do is I mince the garlic and I leave it in because I like a, I like garlic like it's my job. But if you do not want to smell like garlic for days on end, and I'm sure my staff at Go Media will will attest to this, take the garlic out. Um, so while that's while that's cooking, because you want to cook the um, the pancetta or the bacon straight through, cook the spaghetti um, in a pan of boiling water, obviously to the time that you the, the time that's suggested on the on the um, on the box. Uh, and I always choose spaghetti for this because it, hold, it holds up the best. Angel hair is not good. Fettuccine is not good. Use spaghetti for carbonara. Uh, when uh, when you are all done, take the uh, take the pasta and drain it. Do not rinse it. I hate when people rinse pasta. Don't do it. That's how everything sticks. You want to not rinse it. Just dump it out and drain it. Then add the pancetta and the butter, obviously, and there's going to be a little bit of grease, which is delicious. Dump it into the spaghetti and mix it in, and then pour in the two eggs that you've beaten, and then add half of each of the cheeses, so half of the Parmesan, which is like a quarter cup, and then a quarter cup of the pecorino, and put lots of black pepper. Um, You could put it to taste, but I like a lot of black pepper, but obviously add it and then add more as you want it, and then mix it very, very well. Now, what you want to do is fold it. Be very, very careful because it will mix in, and obviously the bacon um, or, or uh, 
pancetta pieces are going to fall towards the bottom of the bowl. Just be very careful and use a spoon and maybe two spoons and just toss it very easily because you don't want to tear the pasta. You want to keep everything intact. But keep turning and turning and turning and turning and turning. Then add the rest of the cheese, a little bit more pepper or salt if you need, and then mix it again the same exact way and then immediately serve. You're done. This whole thing from start to finish should take you no more than 15 minutes. And that's uh, my spaghetti carbonara from the Silver Spoon, which I highly, highly recommend. So, leave in the chef's kitchen. I'll be right back after the break. More, but I think those five will help you get started. All right, we'll be back and talk about next week's show after the break on the Social Media Show. Okay, let's be honest. Do you have a Twitter campaign that isn't going anywhere? Do you have a Facebook campaign that none of your target market is liking at the moment? Do you need some more engagement on LinkedIn? Or how about having some videos on YouTube that you just want more people to see? This is when you need to call Go Media International. We're an online marketing firm that offers crisp, fresh online marketing solutions. We do everything from websites to search engine optimization to keyword research to email marketing campaigns, online advertising, you name it. you got to check out our website. It's GoMediaOnline.com. Or if you want to talk to somebody about getting some help with your online marketing campaign, call us toll-free on 1-866-926-2636 for a free, no-obligation consultation. We have lots of ways to help you at Go Media Online. All you need to do is reach out. Visit us again at GoMediaOnline.com. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in today to our show. I hope you learned one or two or three ways to make your social media postings a little bit more vibrant and then why outsourcing isn't always such a bad idea with social media. It's just who you choose and choosing the right person. And then the Chef's Kitchen, we talked about spaghetti carbonara, how easy it is, 15 minutes or 15 to 20 minutes or less. So I hope you took away some good information this week, and I look forward to joining you here, same time, same place, on Social Media Chef. Mm-hmm.